Everybody. Behold, I need thee. Everybody standing, no disrespect to the other men today. And I'm again with one verse. Psalm 150, verse 6 says, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And Lord, as we begin this time of worship, we pray that it's acceptable unto thee. We come to lift up your holy name. In spirit and in truth, we say, in Jesus' name. Come on, let's give God a big hand of praise. Oh, yes, yes. Praise the Lord, everybody. Pastor said, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good. Is he good to anybody on today? I know it's fifth Sunday. We might be small in number, but God deserves a great praise. So since you came to church, you might as well go ahead and give God some praise. The Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Do I got anybody that's been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb on today? Hallelujah. God, we just come to give your name glory. We come to give your name honor. And we come to give you praise, God. We want you to dwell in this place, God. And we just want to enter into your gates with thanksgiving. Enter into your courts with praise. Hallelujah. Come on and put your hands together. Anybody know God's worthy? Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together.
are raging and the billows roll and everything that you can think of that will come to try to distract you to discourage you and to deter you but we know that we are safe in God's arms anybody know that you're safe in the arms of Jesus anybody really know that you're safe in the arms of Jesus in spite of what's going on in this world Every day it seems like we're waking up to some other tragedy, some other sickness, some other disease. But I declare by the blood of Jesus that we're safe in the arms of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for hiding me. Oh, to be under the shadow of the Almighty, covered and cared, safe in his arms. Hallelujah.
Jesus. Thank you for leading and guiding us along the way, Jesus. Hallelujah. Do me a favor. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I want you to know that God is keeping me. Look at somebody else and say, neighbor, I want you to know that God is keeping me. Has he kept anybody? Does anybody know that God is worthy of all the glory? All the honor, you wouldn't dare be able to keep yourself. But morning by morning, brand new mercies we see. Hallelujah. Go ahead and put your hands together. Come on, put your hands together. It's all right. You can go ahead and leave for God. Put your hands together, y'all. We're going to have some church on today. to 
is good in the nine worship. I believe he wants to do something special in here. Everybody sing Jesus.
spirit my soul thirsteth for thee <laughs> my flesh longeth for thee In a dry and thirsty land where no water is. It's in that A portion where David said, My soul, watch that part, my soul. Thirsteth for thee. I need to preach for the second time this morning a message entitled Thirsting for God. Look at somebody and just say, Thirsting for God. And you may be seated. Thirsting means to crave or desire avidly. In Greek, it would be a present active verb because it denotes a continuous craving or desire. We need to recognize the difference between thirsting and thirsty. People ask, what did the pastor preach about? Don't say thirsty for God, but thirsting, I-N-G, for God. Thirsting is a continuous craving 
but thirsty is a current circumstance. One can be thirsting for God, yet not be thirsty. If God is within you, you probably are not thirsty, but if you are seeking more of God, that means you are thirsting. I'm thirsting for God because I want more of him. Uh, this might make me sound greedy, but I just can't get enough of him. In life, people seem to be thirsting for almost everything. And may God bless individuals who are thirsting for natural water. Unfortunately, many are thirsting for someone or something other than water. For instance, many are thirsting for PMS. <laughs> That's no offense to women. P meaning power, money, M meaning money, and S meaning sex. Uh, many are thirsting for a relationship. These individuals feel that their lives will be so much better if they are in a relationship with someone. In Psalm 63, verse 1, David, the writer, while seemingly in the wilderness of Judah, described his soul as thirsting for God. Again, Psalm 63, verse 1 says, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee, my soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. David began by acknowledging that the Lord is his God. David was determined to begin each, dry, each day early by seeking God. David declared that he was seeking God because his soul was thirsting for God. He, he even said that his flesh longed for God as though in a dry and thirsty land where no water could be found. Let me transition from the then to the now. As David was thirsting for God, many of us, and that many includes myself, are thirsting for God. Actually, life is better when we are thirsting for God. <laughs> That's the key idea for this message anyway. Everybody repeat, life is better when we are thirsting for God. So many times we think we're better off when we have more money. So many times we think we're better off when we have this or that. But I'm saying today, life is better when we are thirsting for God. If that sounds all right, go ahead and give God a hand of praise. Well, the question on the floor is, why is life better when we are thirsting for God? 
First of all, thirsting for God enables us to experience God's abundance. So for those of you taking notes, let me say it slower. Thirsting for God enables us to experience God's abundance. Look at somebody and say he's talking about blessings. Listen, look at somebody else and say, it's blessing time. <laughs> uh, we have some things, uh, but God has everything. He has everything because he made everything. Because he made everything, everything belongs to him. God is not indigent concerning anything. Instead of being uh, pauperized, God is abundant. Look at your neighbor and say, he's got everything. Because God is abundant, he can do abundantly. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, Now to him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Paul is saying that the Lord is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. God's abundance denotes his unlimited blessings. This is why God blesses us over and over again. Oh, yes. He blesses us over and over again because of his abundance. Is there anybody other than this pastor who can look back over your life and say he has blessed you over and over again? God bestows his abundance in the lives of believers who are thirsting for God. So hear this, my beloved. Uh, if you want to experience more of God's abundance, hear this. Uh, God uh, bestows his abundance uh, upon believers uh, who are thirsting uh, for him. Thirsting for God draws us nigh to him. That's the reason why we began with that congregational hymn, Jesus Keep Me Near the Cross. When we draw nigh to God, God draws nigh to us. Read James chapter 4, verse 8. This vertical closeness, which is the result of thirsting for God, positions us to experience God's abundance. If you got it so far, go ahead and show it by giving God a hand of praise. <laughs> Secondly, thirsting for God enables us to experience God's assistance. Everybody say, God's assistance. Thirsting for God enables us to experience God's assistance. In this world, we need help. Trouble is on every hand. So much is occurring badly that is beyond human control. Lack of rain and water is beyond human control. Global warming is beyond human control. 
Inflation is beyond human control. Sickness, diseases, and viruses are beyond human control. Poverty and homelessness are beyond human control. Wars and rumors of wars are beyond human control. Crime is beyond human control. We need help. Somebody shout out and just say, help. We need help, and the only one who can help us is God. Go ahead and put them hands together. That's all right. Thus, the good news today is God's assistance is available, mainly for believers who are thirsting for God. God is saying that he wants to assist believers uh, who are thirsting for God. Does anybody in here need some help? <laughs> uh, who in here recognizes uh, that your help comes from the Lord? <laughs> if you recognize that, you're in good biblical company. Because you do remember the psalm writer said in Psalm 121, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. This psalm writer recognized that his help comes from the Lord by looking to the hills, which indicates that he was thirsting for God. I cannot speak for any of you, but I can speak for myself. I can speak for me and hear this. I need God's assistance. It might appear that I have a lot of good that's going on, but I need to humble myself and be very transparent and, and, and voice among many here as well as more elsewhere online. I need God's assistance. I cannot make it in this world without the help of the Lord. While here, I need God's assistance in order to survive. Who else in here? You feel the same way. You need God's assistance. Again, God's assistance is available for believers like you and me who are thirsting for God. Therefore, I say uh, to each of us that we do not have to give up. Too many people are throwing in the towel. And if, if the truth be told, many of us have been tempted at times to throw in the towel. But this morning, I come to say that we do not need to give up. We can make it. I want you to make it personal right now. Just say, I can make it. The devil been telling you something different all week long, so let's speak something positive into existence. Everybody say, I can make it. Come on, say this. Despite what I'm going through, I can make it. Go ahead and praise God for that. You can make it. We can make it as long as we are thirsting for God. I heard David say on another occasion in Psalm 37, 25, I have been young and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Hear this, believers who are thirsting for God will never 
be forsaken by God. Go ahead and praise him on that note. Thirdly, thirsty for God enables us to experience God's appearance. Everybody say God's appearance. Yeah, thirsting for God enables us to experience God's appearance. By appearance, I mean in a heavenly place. Technically, everyone will experience God's appearance, so let me just kind of clarify that. Uh, there are some things that all people have in common. All have been born. All will depart from this world. All will experience God's appearance on Judgment Day. And all will experience eternity in heaven or hell. People will experience eternity in heaven uh, because they departed from this world having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. People will experience eternity in hell because they departed from this world not having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Therefore, I say to everybody in here, it's about getting it right now. A commonality exists among all people. But catch this without being technical. Let's recognize God's appearance uh, in this milieu as being heavenly. In God's appearance, the wicked shall cease from troubling. And the weary shall be at rest. In God's appearance, uh, uh, we will be done with the troubles of this world. In, in God's appearance, hear this, the battle shall be fought and the victory shall be won. In, in God's appearance, uh, the gates shall uh, swing open. In God's appearance, uh, we will see God. In God's appearance, uh, we will see Jesus. In God's appearance, uh, we shall see loved ones uh, who have died in the Lord. Somebody go ahead and praise God for his appearance. To undergo God's appearance requires thirsting for God. If you want to experience God's appearance, uh, it requires us to thirst for him. We have to want God now in order to be with God later. We have to want to be with God on earth in order to be with God in heaven. You know, I love the hymn that says, as I journey through the land, singing as I go, pointing souls to Calvary, to the crimson flow. Many arrows pierce my soul from without and within, but my Lord just keeps leading me on. Through him, I must win. And this gets personal. When my, in service for my Lord, 
dark may seem the night, but I'll cling more close to him. He will give me light. Satan's snares may vex my soul, turn my thoughts aside, but my Lord goes ahead, leads me whatever betide. And I think y'all know this part. Oh, I want to see him look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all pass home at last ever to rejoice. Somebody go ahead and praise them. Personally, I'm thirsting for God because I want to see him. Anybody want to see him one day? You might not be in a hurry, but how many of you really want to see him? I'm thirsting because I want to see him. I'm thirsting for him, and I'm looking forward to God's appearance. If you've understood the message so far, go ahead and give God a big hand of praise. Uh, today's message uh, is entitled, Thirsting for God. Let's get it right, everybody. Everybody say, Thirsting for God. A sermonic text is recorded in Psalm 63, verse 1, which reads, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul, my soul thirsted for thee. My flesh longed for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. The key idea for today's message, and I want everybody to repeat, everybody repeat, life is better when we are thirsting for God. If you believe that to be true, go ahead and give God some more praise. We discovered three reasons that life is better when we are thirsting for God. First, thirsting for God enables us to experience God's abundance. Two, thirsting for God enables us to experience God's assistance. And then three, thirsting for God enables us to experience God's appearance. I need y'all to throw those three A's back at me. Amen. Uh, God's what? Secondly, God's what? And then thirdly, God's what? Why don't you go ahead and give God another hand of praise? But my beloved, I do need to drop this in your spirit. Thirsting for God should be greater than thirsting for his benefits. In other words, our thirst for God should be greater than our thirst for his benefits. Many want to experience God's benefits without experiencing God. We must first experience God, and then we can secondly experience God's benefits. Jesus. Somebody shout out Jesus. In the balcony, y'all shout out Jesus. All over the church, everybody shout out Jesus. This time, if you really need him, shout it out loud. Jesus. Jesus made it possible for life to be better by thirsting for God without Jesus. We would forever be thirsting for God without ever experiencing God. But because of Jesus, we can experience God by 
thirsting for God. Jesus made it feasible through his death, burial, and resurrection. He said before dying two words, I thirst. Hear this. He was thirsty for water, but he was thirsting for God. This seems evident since he had just previously said, my God. My God, why hast thou forsaken me? After Jesus suffered, he died. After Jesus died, he was buried. After Jesus was buried, he resurrected. I think somebody ought to go ahead and praise God for the gospel. Because Jesus was crucified, buried, and resurrected for us, uh, he made it possible for life to be better uh, when we are thirsting for God. My beloved, my life is better when I'm thirsting for God. And I'm thirsting for God instead of thirsting for someone or for something. Did y'all hear that? Oh, yes, I can set the record straight, and I can truthfully say I am thirsting for God rather than thirsting for someone or something else. I pray without ceasing. I fast every Wednesday. I read the Bible daily. I bless the Lord at all times. I lift up Jesus' name constantly. I deny my flesh. And often I isolate myself all because I am thirsting for God. I cannot get enough of God. The more of God I get, the more of God I want. I like that part where we say, I love the Lord. Y'all going to have church up in here. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. He pitied my every groan. As long as I live and troubles rise, I will hasten to his throne. Oh, I need to close by saying that thirsting for God is not always easy. Yes, in today's message, I'm encouraging us to thirst for God, but, but I need to keep it real. Just like being a Christian, it's not always easy. And I need to be honest and declare that thirsting for God is not always easy. Look at somebody just say, it ain't always easy. Oh, yes, while thirsting for God, he may break us before he blesses us. And, you know, I had to learn uh, some years ago, we got to be careful about what we ask for. Because there's some blessings uh, that we want that we're not ready for. And in order for God to bless us with some of what we want, he has to break us in order to bless us. Will you look at your neighbor right now and say, sometimes he has to break us before he blesses us. Now, my beloved, the break hurts. 
It's like anything. If you, if you break any part of yourself, it's going to hurt. But I need to say, though the break hurts, it creates an opening for a breakthrough. And you heard me say earlier, sometimes he has to break us before he can bless us. Well, I'm saying when he breaks us, uh, there's an opening that occurs, uh, an opening that did not exist before the break. Are y'all listening to me? Praise God that though the break is painful, the breakthrough is a blessing. Come on and praise him on that note. I know something about getting a breakthrough only after being broken. And I think that's something good I would like for y'all to share abroad because my haters would love to think that I've only been broken. But I, I need my haters to also know that yes, I've been broken. But in being broken, hear this, uh, it enabled me to get my breakthrough. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I've been broken by lies. I've been broken by gossip. I've been broken by betrayal. I've been broken by abandonment. But I need to testify by saying in every broken situation... I got a breakthrough. <laughs> Is there anybody in here that can say just like this pastor that you've been broken before? But in every broken situation, <laughs> you got your breakthrough. Oh, it hurt, but I got my breakthrough. It knocked me down, but I got my breakthrough. It brought tears to my eyes, but I got my breakthrough. It, it made me feel so alone, but I got my breakthrough. So let me say again, in every broken situation, I can truly say that I got my breakthrough. <laughs> oh, if you got yours, you need to go ahead and act like it right now. <laughs> I said, if you got yours, if, if you made it this far, uh, by the grace of God, despite your breaks in life, uh, you ought to go ahead and praise the Lord. Uh, we need to praise God for the breakthrough. Uh, when we are thirsty for God, make sure that you're also praising him in advance. Look at somebody right now and just say, in advance. I'm talking about praising God in advance for your breakthrough. This simply means praising God on credit. Touch your neighbor right now and say, neighbor, it's time to praise God. Sometimes we got to praise God on credit. Now, praising God on credit is about praising him for what he is about to do. 
praising God on credit is about praising him for your breakthrough that's on the way. Well, I want somebody to just say it's on the way. You may not agree with me, but this is how I feel about it. If I can buy something on credit, surely I can praise God on credit. If I can buy clothes on credit, surely I can praise God on credit. If I can buy shoes on credit, surely I can praise God on credit. If I can buy cars on credit, surely I can praise God on credit. If I can even buy houses on credit, surely I can praise God on credit. Is there anybody else up in here that's not ashamed to praise the Lord? You ought to praise him for what he's already done. You ought to praise him for what he's doing right now. But here comes your faith and that's praising God for what he's going to do. Anybody up in here know that the Lord will make a way out of no way. I need to tell you that that your blessing is dependent upon your praise. Somebody is sitting here and you have not moved all service. You're just sitting there cold. Well, I come by to tell you there's a blessing you've been praying for, but that blessing is not going to come until you open up your mouth and give God some praise. You do realize uh, uh, that when the praises go up, uh, uh, that blessings come down. Uh, if you want a blessing to come down, uh, you got to go ahead and send some praises up. Uh, does anybody uh, up in here uh, want a blessing? Uh, who in here uh, needs a breakthrough? Uh, if you really want a blessing, if you really want a breakthrough, you need to praise God while thirsting for Him. I feel something trying to happen up in hell. There's a few of us that's on fire, but we're holding it in. A release is needed. If you would just let go, somebody else can catch on fire. There's somebody sitting next to you that's just as dry but they don't have to stay dry if you would just catch on fire. You see one thing about fire fire cannot stay in just one place. If you're on fire it's gonna spread. That pew you're sitting
sitting on. It needs to catch on fire. If you catch on fire, you can get your breakthrough. Oh, Lord. Look at your neighbor and look at that neighbor and say, neighbor, I come to tell you that a breakthrough is on the way. Go ahead and give God some prayer. Yes, it is. It's on the way. Your blessing is on the way. Your healing is on the way. Your deliverance is on the way. Your salvation is on the way. Your employment is on the way. Your promotion is on the way. Your pay increase is on the way. Your house is on the way. Your new car is on the way. Your peace is on the way. Your joy. I said your joy. You've been down. You've been down. But I come to tell you that your joy you're not going to keep having a pity party because your joy is on the way. I got to quit, but I need to tell somebody here that every breakthrough is an opportunity to break a new ground. You want to have your breakthrough because with your breakthrough comes new ground. You ought to be tired of that old ground. That old ground caused your heartaches. That old ground caused you to shed tears at night. That old ground kept you up in the midnight hour. That old ground caused you to have a high blood pressure. That old ground put a limp in your walk. Somebody ought to be tired of that old ground. If you want to break new ground, you need a breakthrough. A breakthrough is needed up in hell. I can't speak for you, but I'm glad that I'm breaking a new ground. That old ground. I don't want to look at it anymore. That old ground. I don't even want to think about it. That old ground. I don't want anybody to remind me of it because I'm on a path. I'm on a journey where I'm breaking a new ground. And God already I told you to go ahead and to praise the Lord. I, while breaking a new ground, I am praising the Lord. This is my story. This is 
my song of praising my Savior. Oh, the day alone. Is there anybody that loves the Lord? Is there anybody that know God has been good to you? And you not ashamed today to lift up some holy hands. Thank God when it is morning did not the Lord do it did not the Lord do it Thank God alright did the Lord pick you up or did the Lord turn you around somebody need to turn around somebody I said need to turn around Turn, turn, I said turn, why don't you join me, if you want to put the old things behind you, come on, let's turn, oh, let's turn, oh, let's turn, let's turn, turn it around, turn it around, turn, I said turn, turn, I said turn, Turn it around, turn that thing around. No more sorrow, no more pain, no more misery, no more heartaches. Say it, say it, say felt it. <laughs> Can I just keep it real with you? <sighs> I haven't always felt it. <sighs> but I feel <sighs> been sick, been persecuted, but I still feel you like going on for others like myself that's thirsting for God 
Lord said, if you seek me, you will find me. Those of you like myself that's thirsting for God, stand on your feet and I'm going to pray for you. If God is not who you're thirsting for, don't stand. But if, if, if this is what you want, this is what you desire, just stand up. Lord God Almighty, Just like at the North Campus, here at the South Campus, we value our relationship with you. We love you so much. We just can't get enough of you. This world is becoming unfit to live in. We struggle every day. But we have a faith that we can make it. That we can go on as long as we have you. You've been good to us. We want more of you, God. We don't want to wait till we cross the Jordan. We realize we're pilgrims down here. But while down here, we need more of you. I pray for everybody that's standing here. I pray for the people who's part of our virtual audience that's thirsting for you. Let our thirst not be in vain. Quench our thirst. Allow us to experience you in a very personal and fulfilling manner. The more we have of you, Lord, the better we can be for you. The more we have of you, Lord, we'll be so careful to give you the praise and the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray and say amen. Go ahead and give God a big praise. Go ahead and I say give God a big praise. While standing on your feet, if you feel like going on right now, just go ahead and sing. I feel like the door of the church is open. If you're not saved but want to be saved, if you are a Christian and would like to make St. John your church home, fill out that form. There's a form right before you, behind that pew before you. Those of you online, 
fill it out electronically or mail it in. Those of you present, you can put it in an offering basket. Give it to Nacho, somebody at the front desk. And we'll promptly respond. While you're standing, I don't want to belabor you with announcements. If God is willing on next Sunday, I know that's first Sunday in August, on next Sunday, if God is willing, I'll be in the pulpit preaching again. Amen. I don't know when I can get away, but if God is willing, I'll be here next Sunday. Amen, everybody. I want to do this differently. These deacons, they're so wonderful. Amen. I love all these deacons. God bless you. Come here. Come here. Deacon. Amen. A little confusion there. I love you to death. Amen. We just had a little misunderstanding. Amen. He didn't know what I was asking for. I'm trying to give him something. Amen. But he's a good man, and God knows I'll never disrespect him. Bring, please, bring the offering baskets. And these ushers, they're so wonderful. You're wonderful, you're wonderful, you're wonderful. All right, I'll tell you, I'm not going to mess it up like I did earlier. All right, everybody go ahead. Everybody but the two sides. The middle sections be seated. Two sides remain standing. We're going to bring our offerings, and then after giving, you dismiss. I don't want to talk a lot because I want you to stay focused on thirsting for God. Amen. Come on, please. I hope that you have been blessed by the word that went forth today. And listen, without your support, we can't do what we're doing here. And so let me tell you a little bit about tithes and offering. And it's here in this scripture, Malachi 3, 8, and 9. And it says, Will a man rob God, yet ye have robbed me? But ye say, Wherein have we robbed thee in tithes and offering? Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me even this whole nation. Now let me take it a step further. And it says in verse 10, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. That's what the word says. So we encourage you to continue giving to St. John. Now listen, there's various ways that you can give. One, you can give in person during our worship celebrations. Two, you can mail or drop off at the South Campus or our, our administration building. Three, you can give online. Now listen, you can find more information about where those locations are by visiting our website. Um, in the meantime, we thank you for joining us today. We hope that you were blessed, and we hope that you will have a blessed week in the Lord.